0: do Trace tres catorce? Nope. <laughs> oh,
1: and we got a lot to celebrate today. Hey, do y'all want to get your pants off? Do you want to dance your pants off? Just clap your hands and move your legs. We're going to sweat. We're going to dance. We're going to have such a good time. We're going to melt those times away.
2: Everything's going to be okay, all right?
1: I just, I need to see the monkey. This is Quitters
0: Never Give Up.
3: Go ahead.
1: I will end you.
0: Felt like that was
3: a shot at me, by the
0: way. <laughs> People are dumb.
1: And, uh, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing.
4: But... Quitters never never give up? Right, right, right. Well, yeah.
1: Hell yeah.
4: Quitters never give the quitters Never Give Up. That's it. Quitters Never Give Up. Oh, MT, that's amazing. Because I said Quitters Never Give Up, and he said
5: that's all they do.
1: Worth. That was so worth it.
5: on, party people! It's episode one of season two of Quitters Never Give Up. uh that is season two. Dose
6: two. So many twos. Even more twos. Throwing deuces left love and right. I love me
5: covered like, in deuces. Love me a good deuce. This show's a number two. Oh. That's right. Season two. Uh, we got the quitters here. We got Jennifer Sunshine. Say hi, Jen.
1: Hey, party people.
5: And we got a listener, Edwin. Say, what's up, Edwin?
3: Yo. Ed-
5: <laughs> let's do some messages. We don't have any voice messages. Steve and, and Luke have been, I guess, taking a bit. Break- well, but we do have a lot of messages on Instagram. So let's start off with Chris Tishner. And this was July 4th. So this is when we were off. Listening to the latest podcast episode, the angry grandma calling the cup of tea and chat hotline are sound clips from a prank call podcast called the snow plow show. Her name is Beverly and a bit was even set up. So listeners could prank their friends with her responses. And he sent us a link.
3: So this is a podcast. That's all about prank calls.
5: Pretty much. Yeah.
3: Okay. I'll have to listen to that.
5: Yeah, me too. And then uh, the next message is, From Jeff Chavez, he sent us a bulldog dancing It says all he sees is Hito Rick, which uh, you guys can look at that, and and we'll share that on our Instagram.
3: So now we have our own version of Internet Roundup, sort of?
5: We kind (laughs) of do, yeah. They're just sending us messages, which is cool.
1: That's fun. Super cool, yeah.
5: Yeah. And then we have Jason Shearer. He said on the Ralph Report flashback this week, he was talking about when he was on the radio and was at a hotel on his birthday. They asked women uh-huh. to go to the hotel to have sex with him. I don't remember if you ever found the original audio. It had to be before he was married, at least 16, 17 years ago. That would be awesome to hear if it exists. I remember listening to that, to the show that day.
3: I've got a clip of that somewhere, because I got an email read that day. Yeah, uh, it we... wasn't the day they did it. They were talking about it on Ralph's next birthday.
5: Yeah, I think we, I think we did go over that with your clip. But if you want to pull that for next week, that'd be great, Edwin. So
3: Kevin and beam were saying back then, they're like, wow, how times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't even talk about it on his birthday a few years later. And they're like, yeah, we did this before. And now we can't even talk about it.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah. That was crazy. I do remember listening to that too. I wasn't sure if it was real because you know, it was radio, or it was radio play. I'm
3: still not sure it's real, but great bit either way.
5: Ralph says the, the woman that slept with him is, is part of the Garmy.
3: yeah she probably got a free subscription sheesh
5: (laughs) maybe maybe uh six months free i don't know you know when his wife was running crazy back then back when he started his wife was running it so maybe you know maybe just six months (laughs) um and then we also get a bunch of stuff from sam samuel jimenez uh this is santa monica and apparently he's been sending us stuff since january and we um we haven't been following up on our instagram sorry sam yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> he sent us the KB Chuckleheads page. He sent us uh that Lindsay needs to watch Pee Wee Her- Herman. Uh and then a couple other video clips which are really cool. But yeah, those those are our messages from Instagram.
1: Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I keep running
3: into him, getting them with the Santa Monica thing all the time in twenty eleven. Yeah, he was the yeah. man oh, yeah. he was fantastic at getting in and getting mm-hmm. stuff on.
5: We still need to have him on. I think, well, totally. I think yeah. I think I'll message him soon. We'll get him on as soon as we can. All right, shall we start with uh, the flashback that needs no introduction? Yeah. Great moment.
6: Speaking of movies, nice work, Kevin. What? Apparently, 20th Century Fox is furious because someone has leaked a full length copy of X Men Origins Wolverine online this week. The whole movie? The whole movie, Lisa. Oh,
7: wow. A month
6: ahead of its release date. A month? A month. (laughs) I know that. Kevin and Dave, the King of Mexico, must have had something to do with how this. How dare you? Must have had. How dare you? Remember the time you were downloading movies illegally and we had the cops show up? Nope. And hassle you?
4: <laughs> nope. That right. was
6: awesome. You almost crapped yourself. I he was did. sweating. Ralph.
4: It was a big gag. Ralph had a friend that worked at the sheriff's department or something. He was a real sheriff. Came down, took me into the other studio, sat me down, talking to me like, oh, I bought every second of it
3: because you
6: had mouthed off on the air yeah. about how you had the Incredible Hulk uh, you know, on your computer. Or I was whatever. just teasing, though. Yeah, sure. So we had the cops show up and interrogate Kevin. Oh. It was awesome. I've never been I more scared a good in my life. Movie. So if I uh, go, if I go to your house today and I look at your computer, am I going to find uh, legally downloaded films on there? That's what he said. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> we had a microphone in the room as he was grilling Kevin. Oh. we got to
5: find that audio. That nope. was awesome. <laughs> Not good.
1: Do you guys remember that?
5: Uh, I remember. I want a good movie. I need to get that. Yeah. I need to pull that. Well, I don't remember I don't him remember,
3: getting yeah, yeah. They were always busting Kevin and Dave for downloading stuff. Yeah. But I don't remember that specific gig or a gag where he called at one of his police friends to come in. That's great though.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't remember it either. I was just kind of I kind of heard it like, "Wait, we we need to find that audio." <laughs>
3: <laughs> that harkens well, back to the QVC gag with Lisa. It, right? does, yeah. it does, yeah.
1: That was awesome though when they did that
5: that's gotta be early 2000s i don't think that that's on the archive we gotta look for it but Mm -hmm. we'll find it if it's on the archive right shout out to stockdale
1: stockdale
3: we love you stockdale
5: (laughs) uh okay so do we have more clips jen
1: uh yeah i've got one more clip and this one i think people will um probably say this at least i know i do say this uh to this day
4: you no, know, Michael Jackson made the announcement that he was having a comeback concert in mm-hmm. London, and he said that he was going to do ten shows, and then this is it.
1: Yes, <laughs> it, and then
7: it, this is it. This is it. Boy,
4: did
0: he say that this was it?
7: These he did. will be my final show performances. In London. Right. This will be it. This is it. And when I say this is it, it really means this is it. Okay. I'll be performing the songs my fans want to hear. Right. But this is it? This is it. I mean, this is really it. This is the final, this is the final curtain call. This is it. And when I say this is it, it really means this is it.
0: Okay. So, uh, 50
7: concerts playing to
0: over a million people starting this summer. And uh, there's some more news. Uh, You know, we're starting to get closer to those dates. they are starting to unveil some of the details of the show. And I believe we have our friend Michael Jackson on the phone with us right now so we can talk about the latest thing that's hitting the papers about the show. Hey, Mike. This is it.
4: This is what? This is it. This
0: phone call is it.
4: Were you never going to talk to us again?
7: This is the final phone call we will have ever. This is it. But after
4: you announced this is is it, right? But after you announced the ten shows and said, "This is it. This is it. This is it." This is it. Now you've since you've you've announced
0: forty more.
7: Right. So we'll probably have like forty more phone calls. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's fine. All right. Last time we talked to you was
0: about the controversy about the elephants and the tigers and everything else you wanted to have on the show. Oh my! Yeah, right. I don't know if you're still doing that or not, but is it true that you plan to bring one of your kids, twelve-year-old Prince Michael the First, onto the stage with you in London on the O2 stage?
7: Yes, it is. That rumor is true. I can now verify that that Prince will be joining me on stage. We will be performing together for his father and son for the first time. Okay. And I'm very excited to be able to pass the Jackson musical legacy. To my son and carry on that tradition in our family.
4: Now, I haven't heard anything about your 12 year old son. All I, the last I saw, you were making him wear blankets and hats. And yeah, you didn't covering want anyone. His face. Is he a singer?
7: He is a genius. He is so talented. Right. Does he sing? He does sing. Okay. You've, Prince is a, is a very accomplished singer and songwriter. Okay. Perhaps you've oh. heard uh, Purple Rain. No, 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 no. Raspberry Beret, No, we, one of his songs. Michael, we were talking about your son, Prince. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Prince too. Michael I. It's not time so to it's... reveal that Prince is my son. No, <laughs> no, no. no, you, no, no. Him, you, guys
0: are the, you guys are the same age,
7: though. There's no way know, to. It's
0: weird, isn't it? <laughs> okay. You have two sons named yes, Prince. You have right. Prince Michael Jackson the first, and then Prince Michael Jackson the second. He's the yes. one you call Blanket. Right. The older one, the first, the 12-year-old, is the one that you're bringing out on stage with you, we hear.
7: Yes. The one who does Darling Nikki. Okay. That's no. That's, that's not the same person. Guy. Wait, different. hold on. What? Prince is the guy.
4: He's a he's right. an artist from Minneapolis. Yes, right. Okay, but he's not your son.
7: No, that's ridiculous. Okay, so. But you're the one saying Prince is going to be at the concert. No, your son, Prince Michael Jackson, the first. Hold on. Is coming out on stage with you. Wait a minute. What? I have a son named
4: Prince Michael? Yes. yes. You have two sons named Prince Michael. Prince. Oh, shut up. You have the first and you have the second. That's f- it is. I know. <laughs> That's what we've been saying for years. Well, no
7: wonder I'm confused. I'm not very
4: creative either when you got to Prince Michael Jackson
0: the 2nd
7: I've I mean, just known them as that one and the other one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: with, are, all, with all the names in the world, how are you not able to come up with just two? I all mean, right. really.
7: So anyway, yes. Okay. One of the children will be on stage. So I don't bring, know which one. The tallest one. The tallest one. Will he sing? And does he sing? <laughs> I, I, I was excited. I thought Prince was going to be on <laughs> no, stage. No, no, no. No, no, no I don't not. know what he's going to do. I don't know if the <laughs> Kid can sing. Oh, wow. Who knows? I barely see them. I have people for that. Michael,
4: Michael, don't talk about your son like that.
7: Um, look, I'm sure he's a nice kid. I've just never really met him.
4: To... <laughs> okay, I have this people is gonna be weird. Well, you might want to have the people look into what he can do when he joins you on stage. Yeah, that
7: could be it. A... Disaster. Yeah. That he comes like out trouble. and he just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> right. People are gonna be pissed. Yeah, you the whole might show down. You, wow. you know that. what I'll do? What? I'll do what my dad did. If he's bad, I'll just beat the s <laughs> out of him. Oh, oh I hope no. not. Come That's boy. terrible. That's Michael. the Jackson way though. Come on. It's the legacy. Nope. Look how well it's worked for us. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: He came out. Oh, shit. This is it. Ooh, dark. This is it. Now this is it.
5: It must be the Kevin and Bean and me, but when he said I'm going to continue the tradition, that's immediately what I thought that he was ah. going to start beating his kid. <laughs> but I like the I like the Abbott and Costello in the middle before they got there.
1: <laughs> uh. Oh, fun stuff!
5: Did he get to perform at all any of those like, concerts?
1: Um, I don't know. Didn't he pass away that year? And like, yeah, no,
3: he didn't do any of those. Remember, passed away before that. Yeah. yeah. Remember they even had a documentary where they were showing him rehearsing and stuff and they released that to theaters?
5: Oh,
1: that's right, yeah.
5: Yeah, I remember that, yeah. But yeah, he died like in June that year. Oh, well. It would have been nice to see him and Prince on stage together.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, the rumor (laughs) was that, because everyone said, oh, he's sick, he's never going to do these concerts. But then the rumor was when he was rehearsing, he looked great. I think he was one of those guys that on stage, he could just turn it on. And so everyone thought, well, you know, he doesn't look good in real life. But we think he's going to do the concerts, but he never did. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, uh, well, I don't mean to go dark and kill the mood, but I think that's part of like the addiction. Like when he was on stage, he was hopped up on drugs, and when he was off stage, he was uh, coming down. Or, uh, yeah, but I've uh, heard stories. Uh,
3: Hank Williams, original, was the same way. In his later days, he had cancer, and like he was just a wreck. But he would like shuffle to the stage, and then when he'd get on, he could turn it on again. So I, I think a lot of performers can do that.
5: Maybe. I, I just kind of think it's probably the drugs because he had he had, uh, he got had a lot more pain medication than we thought. Uh, okay, so shall we move do on? Why we
3: end up dark so often these days?
5: Because <laughs> it's dark, man. It's
1: supposed to be a fun show. It's dark. It's
5: all dark, you know. <laughs> but
1: the bits are funny. We're just bringing in the light, funny bits.
5: But it's all dark because it's dark humor. He,
1: well, that's life.
5: He did the play the, the Joe yang. Jackson. Yeah, he did play the Joe Jackson card.
1: At the end, which which
5: made me laugh really hard for some
3: hey i'm a big fan of dark
5: I, i'm the guy that did laugh at the sunny bono clip where they edited him fresh into a tree so right. <laughs> all right shall we go to the podcast roundup yeah all right i'm gonna have uh steve ashton introduce me
3: oh wait chris christopher can we do do can you do the podcast roundup for us please season two what <laughs> Christopher, do the podcast roundup, season two version.
5: Season two version? What do you mean? With more doo-doo?
3: With less doo-doo, please. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: All right, uh, we'll start the podcast roundup. It's Steve Ashton here to introduce me.
6: Hey, from one musical juggernaut to a musical prolapsed rectum. Nailed it.
7: Ow, 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 <laughs> I
6: mean, You get it.
8: When you want her to promote your podcast, we got it.
6: Oh! Oh!
5: do oh,
1: happy goodbye to now. the blue janky podcast oh god you know when you complain about stuff and you're like Wah. sure that's a wambulance oh should you call a wambulance maybe Okay. That... Uh, really
0: I, th- i'm my bad i'm sorry i was unfamiliar with the term it's brilliant
5: all right, uh going to Janky Town. It's good to hear that Beer Mug after all this time. Beer Mug is still Beer Mug. I don't know. I
2: just I wonder when the janks is going to be like, "All right, dude, like enough already. Like go get help." To me. <laughs> like each week we check in and you're not doing any better than the week you were before. In fact, you're doing worse. Nah, but that's what this podcast is for, man. It's for you to work out some stuff, to talk about it, it feels good. And hopefully yeah. you feel a little better after it, right? And the Jenks has mm. come along for the ride. For about 10 minutes, I do feel better after it.
3: And then life happens again. And uh it just starts all over again. I don't know. Was that the one I messaged you that he was super high? He was talking so slow and so low.
5: Might have been, but Dave, Dave was like pulling him along that whole show. Um, in fact, Dave put out a post on Facebook and said, "Do you have anything we want to talk about?" So I sent him a fireworks story of a guy losing his hand. And well, this is Beer Mug
2: Mugs, I posted. And I said, "Hey, what should we talk about?" And a jankster had a request. "Would you mind reading that story that a jankster?" Let me let me see which jankster had it actually. It was jankster Christopher Rosales from Facebook. Okay. Man loses his hand in pre Fourth of July fireworks accident in South Florida. Pre Fourth of July fireworks. Okay. Broward officials launched a public campaign last week, pleading with residents to leave pyrotechnics to professionals. Wounds from fireworks can be compared to battlefield injuries, Kane added. Yeah, there you go. Don't play with fireworks, is what I'm trying to say, Dave. My brother witnessed something like this. He just moved into a new neighborhood, and he was uh, cleaning something in his garage. Yeah. And then he hears...
5: So... I cut out the whole story because he basically just read it down. And, I, you know, I was expecting some jokes about losing a hand or something, or something. Um, Dave kind of tried to save it with his story. But then you hear beer mug yawning. Did you hear him yawn? Yeah. But let's, let's play that again.
2: And he was uh, cleaning something in his garage. Yeah. And then he hears, Boom! Oh, nice. ah my hand oh god and the kid uh they get in the car and leave and obviously i'm assuming they went to the hospital so then he went outside to see what's going on and he just saw blood on the concrete
7: oh, oh
5: dude no that's outrageous nothing that's kind of a little
3: guy dave is talking low Bear mug's talking low can't they need to switch up their drugs? Whatever they're doing is slowing them down too much. <laughs>
1: That's some meth, you guys. Something they sh- or mushrooms. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Could you imagine Dave and Beer got mushrooms doing the show? Oh my
1: God. Oh, that'd be awesome. Maybe the next time they do a Zoom, get together.
5: Just tell them to do drugs. Yeah. When they put it out there and like, what do you want us to talk about? I don't know, but whatever it is, take some mushrooms. <laughs> Bean wound up commenting about your mug. And how's it going to end? It's, it ends with his suicide, right? Because he doesn't want to go to work anymore because oh he's so
1: sad. Oh, my gosh. No. No.
5: Actually, that was from a peanut throwing store, a guy that throws peanuts at a baseball game. And
3: Oh, yeah. Ollie, the old Ollie Dodger gives
5: guy, this, yeah. Ollie give us this truck.
1: Hey, I'll take the nuts to my face, Roger. No problem.
5: <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> Trying to figure out where to work that in. I don't know. All right.
3: See, also, Ollie's think- got some pep to her voice there.
5: <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird hearing Beer Mug followed with Ali and Bean because there's just such a big change in how you know how excited they are. Beer Mug was a little down, so I hope Beer Mug gets over it and goes back to being uh, the fun Beer Mug. I don't know what Mm -hmm. we could do. I don't know. I'm not a doctor.
1: I don't. My only advice to Beer Mug would be this too shall pass. So life always gives us lemons, and then there's always ups and downs, and lows and highs.
5: Yeah, and as Jen says, when life gives you lemons, take some shrooms. There you go. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They also talked about it's a Florida story. This guy killed a guy's rooster, and it was just some funny audio.
6: His neck flares up, and he's doing his thing, and he's trying to jump up at me. And I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me, and I accidentally
7: knocked it in the head.
6: You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. Chickens are dying every day, people. At churches, mm-hmm.
4: Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken.
5: Really? So he killed this chicken. He was arrested and he was interviewed, and that was the interview he gave. So, where the hell is uh, <laughs> Auto Tune the news when you need it?
3: Oh my God, yes. And yeah. by the way, new segment possibility: Chicken Police.
5: Chickertle, chick, chick, chickurdle, <Chick-chick-r-chick-urdle>.
3: chickurdle. <laughs> No, I think that guy's leaving something out. Like he threatened the guy or threatened his chicken. I don't think the chicken just attacked him and he hit it. And then the cops were called. I don't know. Well, chickens are dicks.
1: And it doesn't take much to kill a chicken. So I don't, Granite's had his fair share. And uh, he ended up killing a neighbor's chicken. And this guy was like, I've had that chicken for three years. Like it was his pet and everything. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to get you another chicken? Because it's a chicken. So
5: <laughs> just. Do you want me to get you some seven herbs and
3: spices? Yeah, <laughs>
1: right. That'd I got a
3: funny. Uh, oh, if you came by with yeah, a chicken dinner. Here, yeah. here's a new chicken. <laughs> uh let's hear them
5: introduce the story at Yankee Town.
2: A Jacksonville man was arrested after police say he killed his neighbor's pet rooster.
5: <laughs> was let's...
2: it bean? Yeah,
5: I know, right? <laughs> So that's our lead-in. That's where we get to this old flashback with uh, Bean killing a rooster. So,
0: guys, I got trouble in paradise. What happened? I got real problems here. No, you don't. You got <laughs> the greatest story ever. <laughs> Dude, you always had problems. What's going on? You guys have been making fun of me for a long time because uh, remember when I told you a few months ago that I had written to Dear Abby and you got all up in me because you thought no one ever writes to Dear Abby? Yeah, of course. Do all-
5: you remember Bean's fascination with Dear Abby? I you know, listening to these clips, I remember Bean was fascinated with writing oh, it in It sounds Dear like Abby. a
3: Bean thing to do, though. That's for damn sure.
5: <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Well, hey, they're made up. And it's 85-year-old women. Yeah, made right. right. Women.
0: Well, I wrote to Dear Abby because I've been having a problem in the neighborhood, and I don't know uh, how many of our listeners will relate to this, but I, I got a neighbor <laughs> who none, none is, is the answer to right. that. But go ahead. Well, everybody's had a situation with noisy neighbors, right? That's not uncommon. Everybody's had someone. They're doing construction or they play the music too loud Mm -hmm. or they got motorcycles up and down the street or something like that. no one has your problem. No, my specific problem is that my neighbor about a year and a half ago, I guess maybe, got a rooster. Now, they had chickens and they, you know, a lot of people where I live, it's kind of rural and they have, you know, have their chickens to make, lay eggs and, you know, that sort of thing. And he got they got a rooster. And I don't know how many people have ever lived next to a rooster, but you know how you hear, like in the movies, the rooster crows at sun sunbreak? Yeah, sure.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: You hear that sound? You go, well, oh, that's kind of nice. It's kind of rural. It's kind of homey. That sounds good. Sure. Well, what happens, unfortunately, with roosters is that that goes on for hour after hour after hour. I mean, They don't like they, just
4: do it right at 6 a.m. and stop?
0: <laughs> I wish they did. There's no snooze like, button on a rooster? <laughs> like, it's not just during the morning, either. I mean, they'll, you know, they, they're quiet a little bit midday, and then they come back in the afternoon, and they crow for hours more. Now, what do you do if you're me in that situation? I live in an area that is rural. I mean, I've got farm animals. I've got cows and a donkey, and I've got pigs. I mean, one of the reasons people live in places like this is because they want to be able to have their barnyard,
5: Right. So has anybody had roosters in the, their neighborhood?
1: My friend has a rooster. They've got a bunch of, I mean, i live in the forest. People have chickens everywhere.
5: I I, I lived in Boyle Heights. People had roosters. I don't know Mm -hmm. why, but they did. And uh, when they did, they would wake you up. Yeah. It, it, they just like that. that Excuse me. Excuse (laughs) me. The rooster's going up.
3: No, I'm, I'm happy to say that's never been a problem for me. I've got loud neighbors, but no roosters.
5: It's kind of big in the Mexican uh, community to have roosters, and they just don't shut the fuck up. And um,
1: Do they keep them, or do they eat them?
5: I think they keep them, and then they eat them, because uh, eventually the rooster would stop crowing and then yeah. they'd get another one. So mm-hmm. either they would eat them, or their dog would eat them, or something, but mm-hmm. they'd eventually, or somebody would, a neighbor would actually um, go over there and take care of it. Right.
1: Um, well, and fun fact, the chicken you get at the store are usually young roosters.
5: Fun fact. That was fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. They have every right in the world to have a rooster, mm-hmm. but where does their right to have a rooster run up against my right to get a, a good night's sleep once in oh, a while? Of course. That would drive me what nuts. Do you, what do you do, Kevin, if you're me? What you, do you do in I, that situation? Right, dear Abby. I go out and no, I, I
4: would <laughs> never, ever... Ever think of writing Dear Abby? I would go out in dark clothing and kill their pet. <laughs> oh, okay. But would see, not. You wouldn't. That's, That's not, not a rooster. An if That's not, I'm, not an option. If I'm not
0: it's sleeping, not oh, not an oh yeah. So uh, so I I did I did more than just write Dear Abby. I also have been in contact with the neighbors over the over the course of a year oh, and okay. half. I said, of course, I'd you said, contact them and say, is there anything you can do? Yeah, I said, look, uh, I understand you're allowed to have this rooster, but i got to tell you, I'm not able to get any sleep. And, of course, we have we have very hot summers up here with no air conditioning. You, if you have your windows open at all to try to catch a breeze or something like that, you're going to have trouble with the roosters. Obviously, doing this radio show in the morning, I can't have the windows or the doors open as long as you've got the rooster because the thing just makes too much noise all the time. Right. Uh, I understand if it's a pet, but if, is there anything you can do? Can you move it further away? Uh, can you Can we relocate the rooster to someone else's house and we'll buy you eggs for life? Please work with me here, right? <laughs> And Talk you weren't darts. It, that was the answer.
4: And Talk you weren't You weren't angry at that point, right? You were just absolutely. How nicely. long? How
6: long you been asking and writing and contacting them?
4: Though
0: it's been about six months, probably. Oh. And every time I hear from them, every time I speak with them about them or leave them a note, and then you know, and then they call me. They go, "Yeah, we understand your concerns. We seriously, we're taking it seriously. We're going to work on it. We're going to come up with some sort of plan." Thank you for contacting. Sorry about. So they seem really nice about it. Okay,
1: right.
5: A quick note. Ralph and Kevin seem to not know what's going to happen at the end of the story. So either Bean is doing a really good job of not giving them a clue what happens at the end, or they're really good at just playing along.
7: So, <laughs>
5: all right, here we go. It just
0: was drive me crazy to the point. I mean, this rooster for like twenty hours straight was you know. Uh. T- oh, okay. You're gonna come Heard around that. my way
6: of thinking. Bean's, Bean's <laughs> trying to write notes
0: on rocks and throw them through the window. But... So I wrote another note that was just cranked up just a little bit more. Just a code. Yeah? Just a notch, and it basically said, look, we've had this conversation for many, many months now. Please just let me know if you're not going to do anything about the rooster, and I won't continue to get my hopes up, and I promise I'll never say anything about it again, but just tell me that you're happy where the rooster is and that basically – F off. Okay. Basically just let me know so that I don't worry about it. Okay. So that's the note I left. So I get a call from my wife. And oh. she says, You're not gonna believe this, but the rooster's gone. Woo-hoo! oh, my God, that's the best news ever. She fantastic. said, yeah, it's so fantastic. I guess you wrote this new note. And I said, yeah, 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 I wrote this. new. She says they must have ta- you know, taken the rooster over to the animal uh, park or wherever it is they go, you know, where they send the rooster or something like that. Just like you've been asking, it's fantastic. So my wife got this, uh, this basket of, like, bread and cookies and took it over and left it on their porch. And thank you so much for being so considering. We hope the rooster has a, you know, has a fantastic home that's and a happy great. life. And it's so sweet. So we felt really good about it. And then she ran into my next-door neighbor at the hardware store later that same day, right? and she said, oh, did you get the basket? The neighbor said, yeah, it was so thoughtful. Oh, we're just so happy that it worked out. We felt really bad. We love animals so much. We really felt bad to even say anything, but thank you so much for for the help. You know, I hope the rooster's going to be very, very happy, and Mm -hmm. she said, the neighbor says, what do you mean? And she says, well, I mean, I hope the place that you took the rooster, that rooster's going to have a happy life. Maybe a place where it's not going to be bothering anybody, but it's going to enjoy. She's like, no, no, you don't understand. You asked us to take care of the rooster. Donna says, yeah, we wanted you to take care of it because of the – she said, no, we took care of the rooster. (laughs) And then she makes the little – the little Indian chop, the little tomahawk chop, like this, you know, and the, the, the neighbor's got the his her daughter with her, like a thirteen year old or something like that. And she's like, we'll talk about it later, but it's all good. We they took care of, of the, the rooster they cut off
4: the rooster's head.
0: Yes. Nice. Woo. They went out and they chopped the roosters <laughs> head off and my wife Now I'm really upset about this. We laugh and Why? stuff but that's I'm the really the best case scenario. In a million years my intent was not for them so to what? kill their pet. I it's want it is quiet now. That's not the that's not that's part of the point, but that's not the whole point. I thought they'd take this rooster to a sanctuary somewhere or give it away to somebody who's got more land where the rooster could live and be a rooster. (laughs) Rooster Rooster Lake. I didn't want rooster lake. Now, Donna did everything but burst out in tears in the hardware store when she heard this. And when she called me, she was just, when she called me after the meeting, she's like, you're not gonna believe it. I can't kill the rest. and I was like, Oh my god, I felt so bad. So now I'm the the pet killer yes. in the neighborhood.
6: Oh. That's you put a, you flight, put a
0: contract you... out on a rooster.
6: <laughs> That's that is how I feel.
4: Awesome. Uh, we take care of the rooster, Mr. Baxter.
6: Don't worry about it.
0: So now every time I go outside or I have my door open, I, yeah, I hear the silence. It almost makes yeah. me cry. Like I'd That's give anything awesome. to hear that little rooster again. The silence of death. <laughs> That's exactly you The sweet, make. sweet silence of death. Rooster killer. You're a rooster killer. How does that make you feel? I couldn't feel any worse, frankly. I wish, honestly, That's I wish awesome. now I'd never said a word. For I wish I'd never called them. I know, all people. To cause the death of a rooster is <laughs> you... the
6: best thing ever.
0: Did you talk to them and say, this is the biggest misunderstanding ever. Did you say that to them? What, after I found out the rooster was dead? Yeah. I haven't spoken to them since. I only heard Donna talk to her well, about the hardware next door store. they're your next-door neighbors no, for God's sake. you not going to go
1: sense. say Bean, that to them. Bean, Bean, what here's am the, I going to
0: say? I can't go over there now and go,
1: and we didn't mean for you that? to
0: kill the rooster. I was just kidding. Here's <laughs> the thing,
4: though. It, they're your next-door neighbors. You don't have to wait to run into them at the store.
0: <sighs> I don't know what to tell you, but I'm not going to go over I there really, now.
4: I apologize. I, I didn't. I, if you thought that's what I wanted, you know, I'm really well, sorry. Well, I will. by the way, your daughter's been awfully
5: loud lately.
3: That was oh my god! That, that oh, was such a, a classic. Yeah, it's the classic Here's you, the thing: if it would have been a person that got their head cut off, Bean would have played it on Death Corner. But it was right? a rooster, and he was crying tears of pity.
5: If it had, if it had been the daughter, if your daughter's making too much noise, and they went, <laughs> he would have been like Death Corner. All right, so that's the rooster story from Florida and Bean's rooster story.
3: Uh, oh, I saw Rooster Sanctuary at the troop by the way.
5: I thought they changed their name to Cock Sanctuary.
3: Ah! (laughs) All
5: right, on Great News, Mike has cats. Mike got a new cat.
3: Yeah, number two.
4: Mike got a second cat. Also a kitten. We have spent so much time on this podcast, Great News, talking about how great dogs are Mm -hmm. and how cats hate you. Yeah, and Mike got a new cat. I gotta I, do I wanna, before ep- the next
2: episode we do. I'm gonna figure out a way to send you the pictures of my legs and arms, which look like <laughs> Freddy Krueger. It looks like Freddy Krueger just got a hold of me. Right? You know why? Cat? Yeah.
4: Hmm. You gotta know. They're so know
2: the cute one. though. They're so cute and they're so loving and sweet. But until you bleed out, they're super cute. Yeah, but they're assholes. they make no mistake. I still, I don't change my take on it. They're assholes, but they're funny assholes. All right.
5: So Mike has cats. They've been talking, they've been saying ever since Great News started how cats are dicks, cats are the worst. We found out that Kevin had a cat because of his daughter, and now Mike has two cats. Two cats in two weeks.
3: Well, he's got a cat that scratches the heck out of him,
1: though.
5: Well, that's all cats, because cats are dicks.
1: Yeah. Oh,
3: almost none of my cats did that. Really?
1: Do you have cats now? Not right now, no. We got plenty at the rescue if you want some.
3: <laughs> okay i'll drive six hours up there and get a every, cat six hours back
1: we deliver actually we have we transport we deliver cats um okay. yeah Dash? because oregon or and washington um one of those or maybe it's portland counties i don't know they have um they actually have spay and neuter laws so they don't have a lot of animals so every few months there's a caravan of cats that goes up there for sure and dogs
3: mm, i also caravan saw of a caravan of cats at the troop <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's a convoy yeah. uh, well i just think it's kind of a little bit of hypocritical for him to you know talk so bad about cats and then they're so cute but he did say that it's because of the farm so they're they're there to grow up and eat vermin
1: but that's really good those cats the feral cats barn cats whatever um eating the vermin and stuff they're so much healthier and they live longer
5: i suppose
1: yeah you're right they
3: do seem to last a while
5: Uh, Okay, another story that happened on the podcast while we were off was uh, Allie and Bean talked about how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And this week, Frank Murphy went over that. Well, a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich on a good, fresh, you know, loaf of bread is. Oh, yeah. A glass of milk, that whole
0: thing. Um, Speaking of my friend Bean, he did a whole segment on peanut butter and jelly about the proper way to make one, which... Okay, I'll bite. I I mean... Ah. uh, See. Technically, technically, you're supposed to put a layer and I never did this a layer of peanut butter on each piece of bread. It kind of creates a a, a barrier seal yeah, barrier. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that way the jelly doesn't seep out. Oh, through quickly. the bread. When you see that, you yeah. know, that actually
7: makes sense. It does
0: make sense. Yeah. Cause I was the opposite. I would put like too much peanut butter yeah. on one it, side it, and too much jelly yeah. on the other side. It, it, and then it's just, yeah. Yeah. it's just everywhere. Yeah. As soon as you, deliciously uh, messy. It's fantastic.
5: Yeah. The second voice you hear there is a the voice of Frank Rosamond, um, he does sound like a detective from Barney Miller or something. I don't, I don't know. He's got, He's got that gravelly voice. It's great. One I never knew side.
3: there were so many ways to make one. I thought there's just yeah, one way. same.
5: Is that the one way that <laughs> you do it, one one. though?
3: Well, here's the the one that cracked me up. Is it said, someone said put peanut butter on both sides of the bread and mm-hmm. jelly in the middle. I'm like, the middle of what? Is the jelly just floating in the air and then you clap it together?
5: Well, what you do is you... Take a bread you put peanut butter. And then you take the second bread and you put peanut butter. And then on top of that, you spread jelly on it. And then you put them together. Okay. And then delicious. I'm I, I a, especially a fan of peanut butter. So I'll get the a super crunchy type. And I'll just put a whole bunch on one side. It's delicious.
1: So are you guys jelly or jam people?
5: I'm preserves. I get the uh, the uh Holocaust jelly, the Bon Mound, the one that saved all the... Uh, all the people in the Holocaust, Bon May, Bon Mon, Bon, the with French. The
1: handwriting jelly- on the label? Yeah. Oh, nice. Those are good, actually.
5: Those are really good.
3: Mm-hmm. I like all them right. all. Jelly jam. Not Spray Farm, which is down the street from me. Great jelly and jam.
5: Allie yeah. was talking about that, that she, get, she gets a gift every year from one of her uncles. All yeah, it's all not jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she gets the boysenberry one. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Uh, staying with the sandwich topic. Kevin made an applesauce sandwich. When I was a kid, my dad
4: loved applesauce. Okay. I mean, to a degree that you go, nobody should love applesauce. My dad yet. used to eat cans of peaches every single day. And peaches, I can see. But really? Applesauce is this just is a thing. Just gross to me, both of yeah. them. Anyway. All right. So I decided one day mm-hmm. I was going to try oh, and make no. an applesauce sandwich. My dad liked it that much. Apple so I got two pieces of bread. Sandwich. And I put applesauce on it, yeah. and I threw it up as it was going in. <laughs> it, was <not> a, <laughs> it was not
5: a good mix. No. Yeah, I can't get behind the applesauce sandwich. I, I don't understand where that came from. Okay, on the Ralph report, I'm running out of time here. Do you want to do Healthy Coke or Fudgy the Whale?
3: Fudgy the Whale? Is that the old Carvel ice cream commercial? I'll take that one. Yeah. All right, here say. we go. Fudgy the Whale.
6: There were Carvel ice cream shops up and down the east coast of America selling, famously, soft-serve ice cream cakes for special occasions. Fudgy the Whale. Fudgy the Whale being amongst the most famous. Yeah. Fudgy the Whale is back. That's a whale of a cake for a Whale of a dad that you participating Carvel Ice Cream Store. Yep. And this year, your Carvel dealer makes them loaded with fudge and nuts. And you can get Fudgy with an ocean to serve 20 people. Oh, Fudgy with an ocean. Is that something Eddie Pence would like to eat or... Is it something he would like to stick up his ass? There's only one way for us to find out. We got to pull that handle. Here we go. One fudgy, two fudgy.
7: And a fudgy, the whale. He likes to eat it.
8: He wants to fuck it. I don't want to fuck it. (laughs) Jesus
7: jackpot. Go away. I don't want to fuck fudgy 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 the whale.
8: Fudgy's
2: blowhole.
8: No, I don't.
5: So fudgy the whale from Carvel Ice Cream. I would always see these commercials, and I'd always want one for my birthday. But I, I there was never a Carvel anywhere near me. They
3: I don't know. have Carvel. No they either. weren't those showed like on daytime TV. I remember seeing them as a kid all the time
5: during cartoons, all the time.
3: That and the Spiegel catalog. All the game shows had the Spiegel catalog.
5: The Spiegel catalog? That like don't you remember Home the shopping game shopping shows always had that? Spiegel catalog? No, no, I don't remember that.
3: Oh my god! But, I even bored Christopher. Sorry about that. <laughs> I wish Lindsay was here to be bored by this.
5: But I was gonna play Does Lindsay Know if Lindsay was, you know, here instead of jet setting around the world. Um, all right, going over to a cup of tea in a chat. Friday's show, Ali didn't do so well.
1: Heard this name because it's a very oh my god. You okay? No. Hold on.
0: Is it appendicitis? Seriously.
1: Oh my god, I don't know. Is it on the right side? I don't want to Google it.
0: I think appendixes is on the right side,
1: yeah. Oh shit. Hi Bean. How you feeling? Great. So good.
0: Seriously though.
1: I might, if this continues throughout the day, I might head to the hospital. You
0: have to go to the hospital. Go to the hospital now. Don't no, wait.
1: No. Allie. We've got jams to do.
0: Did I tell you that my mother had her appendix burst, and it very nearly killed her? It's very serious.
1: Did it burst or did it burst?
0: GM <laughs> helpful was not involved. <laughs> Don't laugh.
5: Basically, she was having pains in her side, and they stopped and started the show like about four times. So, um, yeah, RIP Ellie. Uh, I guess this is the, how the podcast ends. <laughs> this weekend the podcast is ending Ali I
3: also uh, like Bean just Ali go to the hospital you know Mr. Bean who never goes to the hospital
1: right
5: uh okay there was a lot of things that happened on a cup of dinner chat uh, besides Ali dying Bean's gonna be the next prime minister um they were in France there, there was just so much stuff to do but uh, uh Bean is moving back to the U.S. he's gonna move back to New Orleans and uh Well, let's figure out why.
1: You're essentially moving back to New Orleans to find the guy that that basically swindled you out of 40 bucks. That's why
0: we're moving mostly, yeah, yeah, is to get that money back, sure. I will tell you that I am a guy who is getting better the older I get at letting things Mm go. I'll never, never forget that man who stole my 40 bucks. And I'm going back. I'm definitely gonna be back there and I'm gonna make it a a committed part of every day to spend a couple of hours just walking the streets looking for that guy.
5: All right, well it's time to go back to the archive and listen to Bean Getting Scammed from uh January twenty nineteen. Why are you so excited? <laughs> Why are you so excited? Edge of Trevor? my
4: seat. Can't wait. Come <laughs> on, you guys. Bean got scammed. Look,
5: look, look. I consider myself I, I guess I need to preface it out the Jensen's in this, though this is pretty recent. And uh A savvy person? <laughs> do <you? laughs> I do. Uh, I'm about to prove that I am not. Right. But
0: We all struggle with a person comes to you. I don't care whether it's at your home or you're at the gas station or on the street or at a stoplight. We all struggle with somebody asking you for money. Yes. We all have a million thoughts that go through our thoughts that go, you know what? He's pro- He could be telling the truth, and he might really need it, and it's the right thing to do, and I can afford it, and I'm going to go ahead and give it. But then you got that other devil on your shoulder that's saying he's totally just scamming you. He's ripping it off. He's going to use that to buy Ripple, which, by the way, is <laughs> <sorry>. a, <laughs> a
7: great
0: reference to a liquor I don't think they've sold in 30 years.
5: <laughs> wow. Okay, two things on that. A ripple, I don't even know what the fuck that is i've heard of it i've seen it in cartoons but i've never i don't know what the fuck that is
3: uh the only place i ever heard of ripple was on sanford and son so that was in the late 70s exactly yeah oh man <laughs> i i, I, think I know he what... got some ripple on the way to the carville ice cream store yeah.
5: <laughs> but the the second thing is uh when people ask for money do you guys give them money no
3: yeah no it doesn't yeah no i never an do
1: and it- and like what the GoFundMe, everyone's asking for money all the time. I'm done. I can't, you know, it's, it gets ridiculous.
5: Well, uh, I was going to put up my GoFundMe, but let me just take that down. Uh, <laughs> my upbringing and all, all, how everybody was in my house, uh, I always have suspicions about people asking for money. So I never have
3: yep. money. Same. Wait, what does that mean? Like your brothers and sisters came for you for for money?
5: <laughs> oh, no, my uncles were heroin addicts. So they would oh, go out in the street okay. and they would always have some kind of like sob story. Mm -hmm. uh they'd they'd come back with some crazy shit i mean they would try and sell anything and everything uh they brought a goat to our house once and sold it it was pretty weird wow Uh, yeah Yeah, so you just yeah
3: well don't all the reputable organizations say you know contribute to like the red cross or you know the mission that's feeding the homeless you know
1: don't give them money they're going
3: to use it for drugs is what i've always heard
5: um i don't know
3: But anyhow,
1: you you can go down that rabbit hole in a lot. The March of Dimes, they only give like a dime for every dollar that you give them. And the Susan B. Komen Foundation only gives 5% of the money they raise that actually goes to research. So if you go down the rabbit holes, you'll see that a lot of it's just people making money. You know,
3: like Kevin's, for example.
1: Yeah. Give to them. I would
3: think that would be better than giving it to a homeless guy.
1: Yeah. If it's people I know, like Stand Up for Pits or the rescue that I work with, then I will. but um if it's just some random
5: no. okay all right let's keep going
4: I
1: hate to give him if he's buying ripple i'm giving <laughs> Wait, him money guys don't I buy into
8: this him. okay Stay all right topics okay.
1: topic.
4: all right
0: so you I, again you all sympathize with the struggle right you sure. want to be a good person but yes. you don't want to be a sucker right mm-hmm. yes so friday afternoon around 5:30 the doorbell rings at my home very unusual for people to come to my house um so Being i go a,
4: no one over ever
0: I do, not often, although I did have a lady come by with a possum yesterday, and we spent a lovely afternoon. Of course, if you have a weird animal, you're in. So, I was getting uh, scammed, not the craziest thing of your day. <laughs> so I opened up the door, and there's a man standing on the porch. And by the way, on Twitter, at Kevin and Bean, Dave retweeted the photo that I got from my Ring video. So you can actually see this guy. So he's standing. Bean there. got scammed by Ving Rains. Looks just like He Ving does, Ray does, Ray does look like <laughs> Ving Ridge. Yeah. yes. So he says to me, he says, I do some work for your neighbor next door, Miss Janet. And uh, you've probably seen my truck out here before. I had something happen with, I, I don't remember what the exact phrase was he used, but he somehow lost all the oil in his truck. Like something happened to his oil pan okay. and, all, and he lost all the oil in his truck. And he said, I, I just need to, I'm walking over to the Walgreens to get some oil and I got a guy who will put it in for me and fix the oil pan for 11 bucks. So I uh, so I want to buy three cans of oil and I want to have a guy f- fix the oil pan for me. Okay. All
4: right? But at that point, did you think there's no person on the planet that's going to fix that for 11 bucks? I did think that.
0: Okay. But I also thought... He's coming at me with, I work next door to you. Right, with so neighbor, go ask her. Where the neighbor that you know, she's not there. She's at, they're out of uh. town most of the time. So he, you know, he does maintenance, yard maintenance and stuff for these people. Okay. So I thought, well, if he's in the neighborhood, he knocked on my door because his truck is right out in front of her house next to mine. And it's a plausible story that he could need money to buy oil. Hold on. Let me go talk to my wife. So I go in and I say to her, here's what's going you on. You leave him outside, right? He, he's standing on the front porch. Okay. <laughs> So Jackson. she comes out and she says, Yeah, totally, absolutely. Happy to give you happy to give you the money. He says she's way nicer than you are. Yeah. He take well, yeah. <laughs> and he then he takes you to the next level and he says, Look, I'm gonna give you my watch. I want you to hang on to my watch because if I don't bring this money back, I want you to keep it. This watch is worth six hundred dollars. Oh, so he said a loan. He was asking you for a loan? He says well, he can bring the money te- back.
8: Technically he's using bean as a pawn shop. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And by the way, the first thing I thought is There's no way this guy has a $600 watch. There just isn't. This is a New York City scam where that watch costs 20 bucks, and he pretends it's a $600 watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So Donna says, give him the money. So I went to my
5: wallet. Or he stole the watch from somebody and is giving it to Bean to get cash, right? Like a poncho? I don't know.
3: Well, maybe. I, know. I love this story so much. Pulled out 25
0: bucks and I came back, and I gave it to him, and I said, this is- I thought it was $11.
4: Parts. Why 25 That's
0: what he said. I was giving him the money for the oil. I said, oh, here's the money for the oil. This will get you the three quarts of oil. And he said, I need the extra 11 bucks to have it put in and, and get fixed. And I said, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and I feel it I'm already it's already going through my mind rip off rip off rip off rip off but Donna is there and she's like oh you know we're happy to help if there's anything we can do glad to see you how are you enjoying working I mean she's having this conversation with him because you know she hasn't seen a human being right. in six months That's right? Right, Yeah. so I go back and get some more money out of the wallet so I ended up giving him 40 bucks and he says and by the way not that it matters <laughs> I have all of this on video because he's standing on my front porch in front of my ring and so the last thing he <laughs> says I just, to, is, I just want to recap, if you don't mind. He yeah. asked you for $11. Mm-hmm. You gave him 40 Well, he asked me for – no. He asked me for three quarts of oil at seven-something each. That's 25 bucks, and then the other oh, 11 okay. All right. Yeah, for you. the insulation and whatnot. So the last thing he says as he's walking away, uh, you know, uh, off the porch is – Sucker. It, it, no. <laughs> he says, it'll be too late tonight, but I'll be back here first thing tomorrow morning to give your $40 back. I can't thank you enough. Thank you. Thank you. And he walks away. Mm-hmm. And I've then we he went po- to your next door neighbor and he said I'm I, out of oil. Believe me, I've thought that too. <laughs> I have run this over in my head a thousand times, trying to figure out, you know, how how he got away with it, why I fell for it. There's so many follow up questions that I could have asked, like, uh, why don't you have a credit card, for instance? <laughs> you can buy oil and get it fixed with a credit card, right? Right. Maybe that's a rude thing to ask. I don't know, but I feel like that would have been a solution for him. I mean, the guy's got a steady job working next door. Why don't you have a credit card? Well, maybe some people don't have credit cards. What I should have done is I should have said, hey, happy to help, but just so I don't forget you, let me take a picture of your ID. Boom. Ooh. Which I think would have been smart had I thought of it at the time, $340. Sure. All right? of
8: these all of these, The Idiot Store calls. Yeah. Thinking but, about them later. But he had the
0: watch. The $500 watch. <laughs> yeah, right, Exactly. So then we get in this whole conversation with me and with Donna. And by the way, I felt in my gut that he was never coming back. But my my, uh, weekend guest visiting from Colorado, Paul, was there and Donna was there. And they both said, you absolutely did the right thing. Even if you got scammed, you can afford it, and this guy's life is reduced to ringing doorbells and asking for money. Mm-hmm. But on the off chance that he was telling the truth, you did a really nice thing for somebody
5: who really needed the help.
0: So just forget about it. Don't worry about it. The,
5: the... I'm sorry, Paul. That dude died of a heroin overdose. That's what it is. He you know, got them $40, heroin overdose.
1: <laughs> is isn't whether
0: he comes back or not. The issue is that you did the right thing by giving him the money, to which I say, bullshit. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it
0: Mike? It's easy for you to say. Was it your forty bucks?
7: is 40 a cheap dollars. bastard.
0: So forty bucks well, is a lot for him. Uh,
7: but you
8: saw, you
0: don't want to just give away forty dollars.
8: Bean. Yes, dear. Is your neighbor's
1: name Miss Janet? Yes. Hmm. Okay.
4: Some research.
8: Janet? I, I f- Scott.
1: Lived oh, next door, so yes. that
4: was the selling point for I, you.
1: I feel like this is legit. I really do. If yeah, but, but he didn't I,
0: come back. He said he Friday at five. Com-
1: he's, he he's, didn't come back. Have you checked your mailbox? Yes. Really?
0: Saturday, he didn't come back. (laughs) Sunday, he didn't come back. Now, my friend Paul says, you know what I think? I think he will come back the next next time Next time he has to go to Miss
8: Janet's.
0: Next time he's at Miss Janet's house, he's going to say, here's the money you owe me.
8: Well, or the next time he needs to swindle someone out of $40. (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: so, I mean, believe me, I'm going to be sitting out on the porch every minute after this show is done, waiting for that goddamn blue truck with all the oil to show up. He's never going to show up. 'Cause he
8: doesn't work at Miss Janet's either. I You're ran the- out of gas, by the way, is a very common scam at the gas it station. Is. Yeah. Sure. And by the
0: way, and we've all had that and, and I've been at a gas station just like you have when somebody has walked up with the puppy dog sad eyes and said, Oh, I just need a couple of dollars for gas yeah. and you just so beat it, kid. Because you know they're scamming you. You know it. But this- you knew this guy was scamming you. I felt he was I mean, I definitely had my guard up. I wasn't like completely being blindsided mm. by it. But then I also had Donna and my friend Paul saying it's the right thing to do. My friend Paul said, Jesus says give. He doesn't say don't give if it's a scam. He just oh, says give.
8: Beat it, Paul.
0: <laughs> right? I mean, come so, on. So how much of a sucker am I? Do I have any cover on this that doesn't make me look like an idiot? Oh,
2: Anderson's laughing. <laughs> on,
0: I mean, Anderson. I, I don't just... think you have cover. I, mean, I wasn't but... trying... sure. <laughs> was... Now, this is just rubbing it in now. Come on. Is there any part of you that would have given the guy with that story 40 bucks? Absolutely. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm a no.
1: Yeah, if he said he worked next door and you've seen his truck there. Had you seen his his truck there? I haven't, but
8: Donna says she has. She says, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen the blue truck there. Oh, then maybe if my wife is telling me that she's seen the truck. I'm sorry, who, Jensen? Oh, sorry. My wife, okay. If she tells me that she uh, has me, seen the truck, yeah, then I'm in. That uh, that is a lot of, that is of points. F- yeah, that, yeah, that's a good point. Also, I have a 500 yeah. watch, so who cares? <laughs>
5: <laughs> so good. It, it is, Um but look at she being Ali, coming back to defend the guy. You know,
3: right?
5: Podcast today <laughs> her 40 books. But the podcast today or Friday, she was just you got scammed, you got suckered. She got mm. gotten sucker too. Anyhow.
3: Hey, I thought you had my email, by the way.
5: Oh, that is, okay, here we go, sorry.
0: Remember the good old days when I had 40 bucks? <laughs> 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 my friend Paul says, I think it's better to be a sucker than it is to become so cynical that you turn away people who may be in real need. You can't complain about how hard-hearted people are have become and then be hard-hearted.
8: Uh, yeah. Along those lines, Eddie Miller on Twitter says, Bean is complaining about getting scammed for 40 bucks? I was scammed out of five minutes of my life with that story. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and well, Sarah tweeted that that guy probably didn't even own the truck. It's oh. possible that the truck that your wife saw was there, mm-hmm. uh huh. but that guy didn't own
0: it. Had but, nothing to do with that. Right. But no. Miss
8: Tina. Right. Or whoever. Uh, get
0: it. <laughs> <Miss Gina. Whatever. laughs> so this guy was so good, he earned his 40 bucks. He Congrats. did a
5: magic trick for it. So there it is, Edwin's call.
3: Yay. Well,
5: that's the podcast roundup. Uh, Steve, what did you think?
6: Bloody hell. It sounds like he wrote them during a toilet break in the middle of the night.
5: <laughs> Jesus. Not a lot's gone into that. Nothing nice to say, huh, Steve Ashton. Nothing. Where does he find the time, Ralph,
6: to do all of this stuff in his podcasts and everything? else? I know. It's not spending time with his kids. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: that's hurtful, Steve. All right. Week there was.
3: Oh. Trying to recover from that. <laughs> so Good, okay.
5: Press the button, my friend.
6: Send me back into time.
3: Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, right. <laughs>
7: it's a new day. Our feature presentation. I went back in I
3: You can't be that happy. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. So there you go. There's some people that were not like Bear mug, low energy. Okay, we got the week that was July 11 to 15, 2011. Uh, I'm going to go back one week when we're on vacation because this was too good to miss. Uh, In the headlines that week, it was the Casey Anthony trial. This was a woman accused of killing her child. It was one of those cable news deals where it was everywhere. People were talking about it. Yeah. So Nancy Grace was the cable show that came up, and they started talking about it.
6: She said that uh, Kaylee, the two-year-old victim in this crime, uh, her death has gone unavenged, and that the devil is dancing today. Yeah! Oh, she said that? The devil is dancing. She used those words? She said that. he a good dancer? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not familiar <laughs> with the devil's okay. words.
1: Somewhere out there, the devil is dancing tonight.
6: There you go devil uh-huh. is dancing. Did
4: you tell him you needed that clip? I did
6: not, sir. Bean <laughs> just had that at the ready. Wow. At his fingertips.
4: What is happening right now?
6: Bean's a professional. Look it up. Look it up.
4: He had that standing by, not knowing you were going to say it. That's right. All right.
6: Devil is dancing.
3: Okay, so there's Bean. Now, this was the same show. Now, let's see what Kevin did with his mastery of sound clips. Today's celebrity birthday is Ned Beatty.
6: Is seventy four years Hello, old. Hello, Mrs. Cartman. How are you today? What happened?
0: Anyone? What just I,
4: happened? No idea. Hello, Mrs. Cartman. How are you today? Hello, Mrs. Cartman. How are you today? Ned from South Park. The Come on, connect. people. No one to uh, South Park.
0: Wow. Wow. But it
4: was from really? South Park. His name is Ned. He's from South Park.
6: Hello, Mrs. Cardman, how are you today? You
4: can't file me wow. this soon after the file.
6: That was like a like getting hit in the face unexpectedly. You know, you're playing softball common, or something, I'm right? I know. And you get hit in the nose the by best, softball. The best comedy comes out
4: of nowhere. It's a bad
6: bounce. Oh, Mrs. Cardman, how are you today? Dizzy, and I'm a little a little nauseous from. I'm
4: like shell
6: shocked. It a was bit. too funny. Is that what you're saying? Wow. Hello, Mrs. Stop Gardner. playing
0: it!
4: Stop playing it over and over. <laughs>
0: it doesn't make Would it.
4: Familiar. You like to take that <laughs> Do I have to wait for the next file. <laughs> wow, I'd like to take.
3: Mm, up. So that's a toss-up. <laughs> <laughs> so we got two different ways of handling sound clips. Being right on, and Kevin not so much.
5: <laughs> well, in Kevin's defense, the guy was named Ned, and they were talking about Ned Beatty, so I can see uh-huh. it.
3: Okay, I'm going to play one more. This was, it was the last showbiz beat of that day. And Ralph is remembering what Kevin did. Today's celebrity birthday is Ned is 74 years (laughs) old today. Hello, Mrs. Cardman. How are
6: you today? Nope. (laughs) Come on. You, come on.
5: You guys are with me.
3: I love that Kev dog.
5: (laughs) I like the little nope.
3: (laughs) Nope. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. They did a story. It was about a plant that was spitting acid on people. And uh, I, uh, you'll see why I brought this clip in. There's the beanweed. The beanweed? The beanweed has branches that go off in all kinds of tangents, all different tangential <laughs> directions.
6: Right. And it's covered with tiny little leaves. Weed's <laughs> so filled with minutiae.
3: Okay. And I think you're just mocking by... now. Yeah, we got some Ed Wynn bringing <laughs> minutia. Minutia. So, Bean, I'm going to send that one to you. Feel free to use it. <laughs> okay now let's get back to the actual week june 11 to 15 uh they were doing thanks for that info bean and uh you'll see where i brought this one into i
7: i i i
6: love the music and the interviews on vh1 behind the music meatloaf but shouldn't it be in hd by now hashtag two out of three ain't bad <laughs> that's tweet, bean
4: bean he is clapping
7: for that himself <laughs>
4: I forgot about that one. That's
7: pretty
1: funny. <laughs> <laughs> wait a <laughs> minute. Hold on a second. Hold on a second.
4: Because the music is fun and the uh, and the interviews are fun, but it's not in high def. But do you want to see Meatloaf in high def now? I want to see everything in high def. I can't watch SD anymore. I'm spoiled. Listen to how much he's laughing at his own tweets. I know. Because oh, the I just music interviews in
6: HD, one. but two out of three ain't bad. But
0: that was he a popular writes. Meatloaf song, Ralph. Come on. You're with me. Can we put tweets in the file? That's not that. thing on. TV.
3: What do I always say? Who cracks up being more than being nobody? But of well, course, the main reason I brought that up. And
6: singer Meatloaf is sixty-nine today. Uh, Edwin, one of our favorite listeners, Edwin uh, writes it and said, "Yes, it's true. Uh, Meatloaf is not the singer he once was, but he still has charisma and stage presence. He said that he always had. Okay. So he guesses that two out of three ain't bad. He said. Because...
3: <laughs>
7: nope.
6: <You're good.
3: laughs>
6: Go right to hell.
3: So yes, I did steal Bean's joke. I admit
5: it. The answer is tweets and that email can file. That's that's the answer there.
3: <laughs> Sounds good to me. I also I love a joke that gets people mad. By the way, so that's another reason I love that so much.
5: <laughs> the the funny thing is I don't know anything about Meatloaf, so it, it <laughs> took me took me till they said, "Oh, that's a song of his." For me to figure out that joke.
3: <laughs> okay, well, hey, you learn something new every day. The show is educational as well as entertaining. I always. Yeah.
5: You learn about Meatloaf and Fudgy the Whale. They're (laughs) probably the same thing.
3: He's probably had a lot of Fudgy the Whales if you look at him.
5: Yeah. Well, he's dead now, so there's
3: that. This week, they had Incubus come in and do a breakfast with. and It was a big deal. Their new album was coming out in 2011. It's called If Not Now, When? And if you're an Incubus fan, go back and look at that day. Great show. They were on for an hour, did breakfast with. I love this. This was a story that they told about a crazy fan. They uh, they were playing a show, I guess, somewhere down
2: under, I think. And they were in the dressing room after the show. And it was like, oh, good show, you know. And they hear rumbling and booming and scraping and screaming. And all of a sudden, uh, I believe it was in the hallway outside of the dressing room,
8: right? No, it was actually... In the dressing room. In the dressing room. Well,
4: well, a fan, a determined fan, mind you. Uh, I guess so. Made his way through the the heating and cooling system. <laughs>
0: made his way, did you say? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
4: Dude, fan. What? Like, he went. In, he just. He just. He, he just was a big to guy, guy too. <laughs> he was a big guy. <laughs> he wasn't small. So he barely fit through the duct. <laughs> so he pops out all greasy and covered in in air particles from the past thousand years of the club. Sweet. <laughs> and lands like I just had to beat you guys. <laughs> like when he was drunk. At? He was he was properly like. Wait a minute! You're, you're saying really the guy in the duct was drunk? Yeah, yeah. Huh. he was drunk. Isn't it that sounded wild? like it sounded like a bunch of clanking pots and pans and all this stuff. And then next thing we know, this guy just kind of emerges from the wall, and he was very like sweet and cautious. We were like, "Did you just climb through the air conditioner?" He <laughs> a, and he, he goes. Oh, I did. <laughs> he started crying.
6: It was so cute.
0: It was so beautiful, actually. Like, a couple of tears went through and, like, smeared through the soot on his face. Aww. Sweet. And, like, we were like, oh, dude, come
4: here. Yeah, but that guy, you have to give everything he wants, right? No, we did. Oh, so yeah. we
0: gave him a, what did we give him, like, a hip-hip hooray? We
4: gave him three cheers. We said hip-hip, <laughs> okay.
1: hip, hooray, hip-hip, hooray.
7: Well,
4: maybe that's not everything you wanted, but all right. And then uh, we signed his stuff and sent him on his way. Nice. And it was he was bloody too, actually. He'd been he'd been all cut up. Oh. Other band other bands
8: so
3: would have recommend called, that. They would have called security, other groups would have. So that was I mean it was, very,
4: mean, very it was we just figured he worked
8: that hard to get there. Yeah. That, yeah. But we don't recommend anybody try that.
3: This is BS because when I did that at Lisa's gym to meet Lisa, the cops were called. So I'm very angry about this.
5: <laughs> Lisa's more worth calling through the ducks than incubus. I'll oh definitely, that. definitely. Yeah. If that guy had gotten stuck and died in the wall I mean, he would have made it to Bean's death corner, but he would have died for Incubus. Oh, Bean would
3: have loved that story. Great, great call. <laughs> now uh, they played. I think they played three or four songs in the breakfast with. So I brought the last one. I thought they sounded really good. We oh, do have shake. one more song that we can hear from the band Incubus man here to
1: shake. on yeah. the Kevin and Bean show. What do you want to?
0: <laughs> what do you want to play? This is the last uh, last number. What do you What are you guys we're, in the mood we're, for? We're gonna play uh, the first song that you guys played at ours on the radio. How about show? that?
3: Yeah, sounding good there. And you'll notice that guy was Brandon Boyd, right? Lead singer. Great voice. There's no processing. He's just singing. Very refreshing. And (laughs) I'm even willing to forgive Brandon Boyd. There's pictures of Lisa hanging all over him at the studio. (laughs) He's so good that I'll forgive him, (laughs) that. Celebrity birthday. This was uh, July 12th. Richard Simmons. (laughs) Now, this is a shout out to Christopher. He requested this. They recapped the thing where they went to the Richard Simmons gym, and he kind of went crazy, had a fit.
6: We have time for the uh, Richard Simmons story? Yeah, it's pretty quick. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, Yeah, because we've been teasing this for a couple hours now. It is Richard Simmons' birthday, and
4: Kevin and Bean had a uh, real-life interaction. Well, he wanted us to come down to his stupid studio where he does sweat into the oldies because mm-hmm. he, he leads a lot of old fat people in, in sweating, right? So we went down there, and you know, he likes to throw a tantrum every single time. He's a, a bit of a drama queen. So what does he do? What he does is he starts saying that we were making fun of fat people, and here's a little clip of how that went. You two are the ones that make fun of people. Just say, Richard, I won't tell any more overweight fat joke. It's so bad. If you already, hurting people. We spend a lot more time, though, making fun of you than we do fat people. Okay, so then he threw a tantrum And he ran outside of his studio, and he went out onto, I think it was Santa Monica Boulevard, (laughs) and laid down in the middle of the street and said, run over me, run over me. (laughs) And Bean and I were waving people on. Come on, run over. He wants it. Run over him. They were all going around him. And he threw his little temper tantrum like he does every time he's on Letterman or anywhere else. Oh,
7: my God. And then
4: stopped his little feet, his little red,
0: white, and blue shorts. (laughs) He basically wanted to die a martyr, Ralph, because if he couldn't convince us to stop making fun of fat people, he just said life wasn't worth living.
3: Well, there's the story. By the way, I looked it up. The B-Team podcast number 67. They go through that whole Richard Simmons uh, thing.
5: Oh, man. I just, they just loved Richard Simmons because he was just so fucking, he's just a fucking wackadoodle.
3: I couldn't figure him out because he had the same shtick when he went on Letterman, where he would act all mad and offended, offended, and then, Oop. that one sounded real, he laid in the middle of the dang street. Uh, I heard there's a podcast about why he disappeared and why you don't hear from him anymore, but I never listened to it. Have you, you know guys what, heard anything? What happened with that?
5: Uh, he just got old, I guess. That's all. That that's basically the sum of the parts. As he got old, he needed he needed care. Got taken advantage of. We're bringing down the podcast, but you know,
3: the dark moment.
5: Yeah, you know, if he if he came out with sweating with the oldies today, he would be dancing to Nirvana, and he'd be dancing to Pearl Jam,
3: maybe some. Oh, absolutely, STP. Yeah, some Harvey Danger.
5: Those are all the oldies now.
3: Yeah, they are. Next up, we have uh, this is interesting. Doctor Drew came on. And they were talking about what was in the news. But listen to Bean here. Listen to how fast he starts talking. All right. Let's talk about Celebrity Rehab Season 5
0: currently airing Sunday nights on VH1. Is it true the story that we reported last week, and we're about 50-50 on Ralph's reports, but is it true that this is the final season of Celebrity Rehab for the nearby, uh, as far as we can see, into the the soon-to-be future? I found that report rather (laughs) bizarre because nobody has talked to me about whether there is or is not a future. First of all,
3: that was a great question.
0: Yeah, I know. It was well
3: well, asked. Second of all, go ahead. So that became a moment with Bean. that was almost as good as the UFO incident or modest say That's a toss up. Let's listen to that again.
0: <laughs> but is it true that this is the final season of Celebrity Rehab for the nearby uh, as far as we can
3: see into the, the soon to be future? Bean could not get that sentence out fast enough.
5: <laughs> right. But no, that that made more sense. He just kind of stumbled over a few words in the uh,
3: that's true. It didn't the
5: make a situation.
3: Uh, let's let's end this with some happiness. They were doing a contest to give out tickets to Captain America the First Avenger that was coming out. So listen to this caller now Ralph was thrilled because all week Kevin and Beam were saying oh it's nothing but guys calling you know comic book geeks blah blah blah.
6: How, how about this? How about this who our winner is? How about this?
3: <laughs> let's wait till we hear.
6: Tony? Yes? Hello. It's oh, darling. How are you?
7: I'm doing great. We're also excited. But your
0: boyfriend gave you the answer and told you to call, though, right?
6: No, my lovely roommate Heather did. Oh, Whoa. two oh. geek girls in the same
4: apartment. That's oh, a, this is getting better.
6: That's geek heaven. Oh, I'm so coming over there in my Batman costume. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna play Legion of Doom. You three of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, now Captain America, Steve Rogers, in the '70s, took a brief break as Captain America became a brand new superhero. Who was he?
8: Nomad. Nomad.
6: Yeah! That's
7: right.
6: <laughs> you can't be that happy. <laughs> wow. You guys are going to the red carpet world premiere of Captain America, the First Avenger. All right. <laughs> Bye,
0: Tony. That just blew my mind, right Yeah, that's <laughs> what Those I'm talking about. And by <laughs> the way, her bow, roommate bow, is named Heather. Heather and All Tony. All Heathers were hot. You know that. Oh, Heather and Tony. Just, Tony with an eye. They sleep
6: in the same bed reading comics at night. Then the lights show sure out. Did. You should
4: have seen Ralph. Ralph was just normally looking at the phone, uh, at the computer screen that tells yep. us who's on there. When he saw it was Tony female, his eyes lit up like nothing else. Because you well, guys sure. always say there are no babe yeah. comic book fans out I there. You got two out of the last 500 giveaways.
0: Congratulations.
6: Because, you
4: know, they can't always get through on the phone. Because
0: <laughs> they're not calling.
3: Tony and Heather, very excited going to Comic Con, or going to uh, Captain America. Tony and Heather, if they're out there, come on our show. We'd like to hear how that went, the Red carpet at World Premiere.
5: And when uh, Ralph showed up in his bat suit,
3: that, I want to know about that, too. Oh, you yeah. Know that was a party. <laughs> and that's it. That's the week
1: it was. Back to you. All right. Thanks, party people, for listening to the 70th episode of Quitters Ever Give Up.
5: No, no. Uh, when, uh, what uh, 70 was last. Well, 70 was two weeks ago. Oh, shit. This is episode one of season two.
3: <laughs> this is gonna go great it's just tricky to say season
5: two you know
1: call it 201 all right I'll let you close it out
3: <laughs> what me? anybody yes, I'm better at corrections okay uh, thanks for joining us this is season two episode one of Quitters Never Give Up where you're one stop shop for everything in the Kevin and Being Creative universe we miss you Lindsay we hope to have you back next yeah. week and we'll see you in the funny papers
5: all right if you need to want to go over clips send us a message because what happened to you steve what happened to you luke
2: oh my god is that a monkey i said yeah i thought it was a monkey too um but i want to say best of luck to you i know you're away from home and you're in a new place but jersey will not forget you i just want to let you know i will not forget you um and don't worry because you'll be back home in jersey soon this is only temporary so good luck
7: you got this and jersey loves you you're hot, it's hot, you're hot.